0: If you're looking to diversify your media spend, I want to mention Nextdoor. Nextdoor is the neighborhood network where neighbors come together to share ideas, give recommendations, ask for help, and much more. Why advertise with Nextdoor? Listen to some of the stats they, they gave me. They are nearly one in three households in the U.S. CPMs are competitive at around $10. Their audience is typically the household decision maker. If you're listening to this podcast, you're eligible for $300 in ad credit with no spend necessary. Just go to nextdoor.com slash map and fill out the getting started form. Nextdoor ads are still in beta. If the team decides you're qualified, they will schedule a getting started call. During that call, mention my name or you came from this podcast and you'll get $300 automatically added to your account again for free. Once again, that is nextdoor.com slash map. Hello and welcome back to the e-commerce uncovered podcast. I am your lovely, not so lovely host, whatever you think, Matt Lady. And I'm here again with another awesome guest. His name is Raul. He's from Referral Candy. And we're going to talk about all about referral marketing, partnerships, diversifying your marketing channels, and then how to actually set up and make a referral program people will use and actually get delight out of and make you get more customers on your behalf. Roel, welcome to the show. How the heck are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you bet. I got a lot of energy, just got off another recording. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Is there a difference between referral and affiliate marketing?
1: Yes. Um, they're pretty similar. What, is, what, are, what are those
0: differences?
1: Yeah, they're they're pretty similar in terms of concept. Uh, they they're both uh, kind of an extension of word of mouth. Um, just throwing another concept in there. You know, word of mouth is more kind of like the organic uh, type of sharing that we do. Uh, whether it's a, a Netflix show, or a restaurant, or or, or an e commerce store, um, that just happens organically. That's something that we do on a on a regular basis and. Referral marketing and affiliate marketing uh, are strategies that you can build on top of that. Um, the main difference between referral marketing and affiliate marketing, I think it, it lays on the relationship uh, between the people that are either giving and receiving the recommendation. When we talk about referral marketing we're typically talking about people that are referring their friends and family coworkers you know people in their very close circle um, and they're recommend- making a recommendation regardless of you know what it, what it what the recommendation is when we talk about affiliate marketing the person that's making the recommendation and the person receiving the recommendation might not necessarily know each other at least personally um, the most common example will be somebody with a blog or somebody with a YouTube channel or a podcast, um, you're making a recommendation. Uh, maybe there's some sort of uh, kind of like financial incentive for the affiliate in this case for recommending one particular product. Um, and the receiver knows the person that's making the recommendation, but the, the affiliate doesn't really necessarily know personally who's the person that's ma- that's receiving that recommendation and making a purchase based on that. right? Um, so they're different uh, in that sense. And also in terms of rewards, uh, they're obviously uh reward a little bit differently when we talk about referral referral programs uh either both of them get pretty much the same type of reward Uh, the existing customer gets uh, maybe uh, a percentage of their their next purchase or or a cash reward or a free product Um, and the friend is going to get something similar actually in terms of percentages or in terms of uh, dollar amount sometimes even the friend gets more than the person making the recommendation because those referrals are probably going to happen no matter what Uh, People are just going to recommend the product because they like it. Um, On the affiliate side, though, most of the rewards tend to fall on the person making the recommendation because you need to give them a a financial incentive to go out and refer. Um, So there's some subtle differences, uh, mostly in terms of, you know, who are they speaking to, but they all fall under the category of, you know, kind of word of mouth marketing and, and just kind of getting people
0: to spread the word, really. Awesome. Yeah, that was a good breakdown. And I like how you added, uh, started with on top of word of mouth. (laughs) It's it's essentially still word of mouth. We're just channeling it a little differently, referral and affiliate. So affiliate, how I'm thinking about it from what you said is one to many. And it's like, hey, hopefully, if you're interested, take it. If you're not, don't really care. It's just like, typically, it's a little section in a blog post. It's just like, I'm reviewing this product or I tried this out recently, whatever. Referral is more personal, one to one, one to few, right? I'm, I just, me, Matt, I just purchased this Nike hoodie and I'm going to go, Hey friend, here's my referral code for this thing. Right. Okay. That's, that's a good way to, um, start, tee us up, start us off and lay a foundation there. Affiliate versus referral. That's really good. Where do people? people's uh, referral and affiliates tend to be on the back burner for as a channel for a lot of people they think oh i need ads i need email even sms um retail all these things like are come before referral typically just from my past many years in in this industry why do you think that is Uh, that's a really good question
1: (laughs) um why do I think that is? Um, well, first of all, I think that in order to have a, a successful referral program, um, you need to have, you need to be in a certain position as a company. Um, you need to have a certain number of orders, whether it's monthly orders, weekly orders, uh, new customers coming in. You need to have, it's, it's got to be a somewhat well-oiled machine um, by the time that you start thinking about referral marketing. And that you know, referral marketing strategy is going to be uh, uh, effective on, on your online store. Um, on top of that, you also need to have. I mean, in order to be able to get to that point, you need to be able to have a good product, you need to have, you need to have a, a good purchase experience, good customer support. You know, overall, your customers are happy, right? Um, I always tell merchants to do, to look for those early signs of you might be ready for a referral program. Maybe it's because you're you're getting a lot of really good reviews, uh, or maybe your customer support team is hearing about how. Some customers came recommended by their friends, but, uh, uh, but they, you don't really have a system to track specifically what percentage of your revenue is coming from referrals, right? So those early signs are typically a, a good point for you as a founder to re- realize, hey, maybe this is something I should um, start working on. Now, why is it something that, mer- that merchants don't think about right away? Uh, it's because if you don't have any customers, you know, nobody's going to refer you, right? So you need to start somewhere. Um, the good thing... About referral marketing, in my opinion, um, I mean one particular selling point that I like about referral marketing is the fact that it's a channel that you can own one hundred percent. Some of the channels that you mentioned earlier, in terms of you know Facebook ads, Instagram ads, um, even organic, it, it, you know, and so to some degree, you're depending on some other third platform to be able to you know be in the right spot. Um, and so, if Google changes the algorithm. Well, you know, now you have a problem. Now you need to figure it out. You know, what's what are they tracking now, and you know, what do you need to change? Um, if Facebook all of a sudden shuts down your, your Facebook ads uh, account and you don't know why, you need to you know contact them and figure out what happened, or you know whatever it is really. Uh, or if more competitors enter the space, now you're spending more money to acquire maybe the same amount of customers. But referral marketing, you are just leveraging your customer base, turning them into salespeople into your marketing team, right? Um, so it's something you can fully own. Um, even if you change platforms, you, you still have that that kind of like Salesforce uh, ready to go and and refer their friends and family.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. That's a really interesting way to put it, and I think that's I think that's what some people might think of community is like they are tr- like, hey, if we have a community, an engaged community, naturally your your top community members would want more people to join. And referral marketing, I think is a really good, simple, uh, friendly, mutually beneficial way, whatever the right word is to, to get them to do that. It's not, Hey, give, tell your friends about us and get $5. And it's like this one little simple thing. And maybe that's a big incentive because it's a $10 item, but it's like, give five, get five. And it's like so simple and straightforward. And like those might work. They, they might not. But I think um, what I'm hearing is that once you're, you've built a foundation of customers, you can then add referral marketing on top of it and start to diversify. Instead of just acquiring customers through paid, through brute force, you're now turning your customers and incentivizing them and to join the journey, to come along, be involved, you know. Um, what? What is a typical... Is there a typical revenue amount? Is it more of number of customers versus revenue? About where would you start to recommend? I know you gave us some early indicators, but let's maybe try to get a a range of a revenue number of like where you would recommend people start.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say that kind of as a rule of thumb, um, not necessarily in terms of average order value or not necessarily in terms of revenue, because at the end of the day, what you want to track is customers. Um, so, I, I, at Referral Candy, we, we basically uh, look at the number of orders to make some sort of prediction on how the referral program is probably going to work. Um, if you have less than 100 or 200 orders per month, it might be a little bit too early. That doesn't mean that it's not going to work. It, it means that it's going to take a while um, because, again, we work with customers and referral programs work with new customers those customers refer their friends and then those friends get added to the referral program and then the, the cycle starts all over again, right? But you need to have that existing, you know, uh, pool of customers that are gonna go out and refer. One more reason to base on the number of customers, is because, uh, it, I mean, research has shown that even if you ask your customers, if you run the typical net promoter score survey and you ask them "Would you be willing to refer us to or how likely are you to refer us to, the, to your friends and family, even if ninety percent of them say yes, only a fraction of those will actually end up referring their friends, and that you know, doesn't mean that they don't like your product. Doesn't mean anything. It's just that I mean, there's so much going on in our daily lives that we just forget, right? Or or that we don't find the right moment to uh, to make that referral. So you need to account that only a fraction of your customers are actually going to go and refer their friends. So it's about it's a numbers game, really. Um, and so that's. Um, that's kind of like the, the the bottom line in my opinion of yeah. 100 to 200 now if you reach the milestone of over 500 over 1000 orders a month you should definitely start thinking about it you're you're in the right spot to to start a referral program and be able to see results probably in the short term
0: yeah that's i think we, we chase these short term metrics and goals and we put in a dollar on Facebook and we, we can, we can see it come out that day. At least we used to. And now there's all this delayed attribution and all these challenges with iOS 14 and whatnot. But i like how you mentioned it's a numbers game and it, you can start earlier. It'll just take more time because you have less potential spokespeople. I think one thing personally, the personal observation is that most referral programs I see Are just set up and done poorly. They're just like out of the box, basic, simple. Hey, you just spent $125 with us, but let let, let me see the deal for you. Here's $5 and we'll give your friend $5 too. I just do not feel valued and like, I just like, why would I waste my time with that? It's $5. And so what are some ways for us to get past that? initial default setting how can we make a program that people will actually want to participate in i'm so
1: happy that you asked me this question because i it's something that i i mean i don't really have the chance to discuss it with with a lot of people um so i really want to give my my opinion on that i yes i see referral programs that like you said uh, average order value is over 200 but somewhat somehow the rewards five or ten dollars right doesn't doesn't make any sense um, but I also see referral programs that are unnecessarily difficult for the advocate to get a reward. Um, I've seen some really good products making the referral programs extremely difficult. Um, when I, I guarantee that they're paying less, uh, actually, sorry, they're paying more through other channels to acquire customers, but somehow they trust, you know, trust Facebook ads to trust Google more than their existing customers, which you know. At, to some to some point, it's, to some degree, it's actually you know it, it infuriates me as a customer, right? When I when I come across these referral programs, maybe it's just you know because of my job, right? But but it very really um, uh, you know it, it, I really don't understand it um, when you know when you look at the numbers and also you consider the fact that referral marketing it's 100% almost 100% based on uh, performance. You're paying for what you get. That doesn't really happen in a lot of different, you know, other channels that might be available for you uh, as a company, whether you're know, whether you a, a multinational company or a startup, uh, you don't really have that many channels in which you can fully control what you're spending and what you're getting, uh, you know, without having to pay anything up front or anything like that, right? So that's, you know, to, to start, I mean, yeah, I, I see that. I see that all the time, uh, unfortunately. How can we get past that? Um, I think one of the aspects that make... Um, brands go down that route of of okay well you know we're not gonna give really high rewards um uh, i think it's because they're afraid of potential fraud and i totally understand uh they're probably afraid that people are going to try to you know game the system and like maybe refer themselves and all that kind of stuff i mean which is you know, in terms of referral candy we've built uh you know a lot of the features that we've built especially um over the past few years we've put a lot of efforts into improving our fraud detection rather than other we've actually you know probably put on hold other features that were probably more shiny um to focus on making sure that customers are not getting fraud or if they're getting fraud they're getting alert to it and they can take action right um so i think that's that's probably the main reason why um, but at the same time i mean you know, obviously we have lots of ex- examples of really successful brands that understand their customer base um, and understand that by setting the type, the right type of rewards, uh, they can make the referral program work extremely well. Um, uh, there's, uh, there's several examples, but there, there's one that I particularly like from a subscription uh, service that, that works with us. Um, that they give 50% off to the friend, so the friend gets the product half off, the, the first subscription half, you know, half price off, and then the advocate gets a free renewal. So they're basically given like one and a half times their product. For free for that particular month, Um, and the reason why they do it is because they know that their customers are going to stick around for a really long time. They know that, sure, we'll give you fifty percent off, and then we'll also give another product for free. But we know that both of them are going to stick around for a really long time because we're just giving them an incentive to do so, and they are extremely sure that their product it's going to be exactly what they're looking for, and they're going to love the product. So you know, all they need is a little incentive to see the product for themselves, and then they'll be hooked.
0: That's amazing. And I think more people, like, uh, I want to take a second and, like, just talk about what we just, what you just said the last couple minutes is incredible. Uh, instead <laughs> of paying Facebook $500 a day and hopefully getting 10 purchases back, that money just goes into Facebook's abyss and their deep trillion dollar pockets. Or you can guarantee you only pay out the other customer. That just, like, as a Facebook ads guy and email, Agency. we uh, That just kind of blowing my mind a little bit. I might need to look into referral marketing for 2022 <laughs> as a way to diversify away because that's so, so just a little mind blowing right now. It's like, hey, you have a fixed CPA, <laughs> like cost per acquisition. Yep. Like, you do not pay out until that actually happens. Even if they give the gift, the referral, and that person doesn't buy, you don't lose anything. Yep. And you—I bet you have way more data and numbers to back up this random claim I'm going to have. But I bet not even all the referrals, uh, gifts, and rewards and dollars are used. So yeah, you might give someone ten dollars in store credit, but maybe they don't end up using it, and so you just acquire them for even cheaper. Uh, I just wanted to like circle back and yep. s- explain what was going on in my head during the last couple minutes of like, wow. People should definitely be spending some more time on this and it needs to be a bigger thing. So where, where do people go? Like, what's the number one huge, like red flag mistake, common misconception or common error when people are thinking about referral marketing? Now that we talked about all the benefits and where you who should get started and all that. What's the, what's a big, like, no, no.
1: Yeah. Actually, let me, let me go back to something you just didn't want mention. Um, we actually have a, a customer. Um, I love bringing them up because they, they've they used the perfect messaging to explain the referral program, and it's exactly what you just mentioned. Um, it's it's called Bear on Fig, um, bearonfig.com, and they have a section on their website with uh, the referral program, and I think it, the call to action is something like get $10 off or get $10. You click there, uh, tells you about the referral program, and then they have a note from the team in which they explain why they're running the referral program and and one of the things that they say is instead of spending money on advertising we'll rather give the money to you that's it money so good that's that's so good that's all you need (sighs) to explain really yeah yes so so uh, the red flags um i would say there's two main types of uh, mistakes uh, when you run a referral program um the, the first one, which is a, uh, I mean, a, an actual mistake, I would say, is uh, not being ready in terms of your customers are not ready to refer your product yet. Uh, you might have, maybe your product's not as good. Uh, maybe your customers are not happy with it. Maybe uh, there there are issues uh, with your product that you need to attend first. Uh, maybe your customer support team is telling you, hey, we, you, we're we getting way too many complaints. Uh, your cost, Overall, your customers are not happy. Um, a referral program is not going to fix that. So a referral program is not going to fix a bad product or a product that's not ready yet. So, you know, that's that's kind of the bottom line. So we've seen uh, a lot of referral programs that started with um, with customer bases that weren't happy uh, overall. So if you're not happy with the product, you're not going to recommend it to, uh, to a colleague or, or to your friends. Because, you know, that even if you're getting you know $50 uh, in cash, right, you're probably not going to make that recommendation because you're gonna look bad in front of your uh, in front of your friends, right? The same way you wouldn't recommend a bad restaurant or or you know a, a bad Netflix show. Um, mm-hmm. So that's like an actual mistake, uh, in my opinion. Um, not a mistake, but something that it's preventing referral programs from uh, working at their full potential is not promoting it enough. Um, something that our our well, uh, merchants that we that we talk to and merchants that we see running referral programs, uh, they they kind of think that it's 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 just a matter of you know turn on the referral program and that's it, um, you know. But they're not notifying their customers after a purchase to let them know about the referral program. No, they're not put, sharing it on social media. They're not sending reminder emails. They're not uh, sharing a call to action on their on their website uh, to let people know about the referral program. They're effectively not doing any promotion or not doing a lot of those items, um, and that's something that is extremely important. There's there's not enough promotion that you can do for a referral program Uh, and and that's something that we typically recommend merchants to do as much as they can Uh, you know if you can send a post-purchase email and a reminder you know please go ahead and do it because that's actually going to work if you have um, a pool of customers that have bought from you in the past before you launch the referral program please send them an email let them know about the program because they're they're not going to hear about it until they buy from you again right you don't know when that's going to happen. Um, if you have lots of followers on social media, once again, go ahead and you know post something on Instagram that lets them know about the referral program and let them sign up right away. Um, so yeah, that's that's one of the most common mistakes that I that I see on on existing referral programs that are not they're definitely not achieving their full potential.
0: Yes, number one, we we on this show we cannot fix your product. Sorry, <laughs> if your product's not good. <laughs> Go, go, stop listening, (laughs) turn it off, go fix your product, go talk to your customers. Number two, not promoting your program enough, I think we can get into a little bit more. I like how you said, (laughs) even your past customers are not going to know, right? Like you have to communicate and tell them. Every email you send, average is what, 20, 30% open rate. Instagram reach is now one to 5%, 10% if you're lucky. Even if you get tired of saying it, it's not enough yet. (laughs) Not everyone knows about it. (laughs) That's really good to know. Um, And is, is it even an incentive like before someone buys uh, on the product page as in terms of a potential differentiator? Um, Is that super common or is that, am I thinking too, too far ahead in terms of uh, other channels and what other ways to distribute the referral program? That's a good question.
1: Um, We, we have several, uh, I guess a few different ways that you can promote a referral program to non-customers. Um, so I mean, the, the, the easiest way is to uh, create a page on your site or create some sort of call to action. It could be a link in the footer uh, that takes you to the referral program landing page and you can sign up as an advocate. That has the benefit <clears throat> that if I land on your store and I'm not a customer, because let's say it's uh, you're selling bikes and I don't like you know, biking, but I have a lot of friends to do. Um, and if I look at your product and I think it's cool and you have a, an interesting offer for my friends, I'm probably going to sign up and give the referral link and give the discount to my friends so they can use it. Um, even if, you know, even if I'm not getting anything out of it, just because I'm giving my friends, you know, a discount or something along those lines, that's, you know, it's going to make them happy. And, you know, that that works for me. And that that's honestly how most people uh, think about this, right? so that's one of the that's one of the ways we also have uh several kind of like widgets that you can implement on your site to promote the program um so again it it, it really depends on how you want to approach your referral program do you want to close it to just existing customers and new customers or can you do you want to open it to anybody one of the benefits of opening your referral program to anybody is that if you have interesting rewards you might find people with let's say like a large following on social media, and they might say, oh, this is, a, this is a really good product that I could promote to my customer base. Maybe I'm interested in the, in the rewards for myself because I'm a customer. Uh, so they might you know, sign up and get a referral link and, and uh, talk to their audience about it. Um, that's actually something that we've, we've helped merchants do. Uh, we have uh, one of the features that Referral Candy has is, um, and sorry that I'm talking about a product feature, but it's, uh, it's a list of your top advocates. Uh, and they tell you how many friends they've in the past month. And a lot of brands have been able to discover that, well, we have an influencer you know, buying from us because they, they refer like three times, four times more people than anybody else, right? Um, so it's, it's really a matter of how you approach it uh, and, and you know, how do you want to promote it and to who you want to promote it. In my opinion, like I said earlier, uh, there's not enough promotion that you can do. So uh, uh, you know, unless you, you truly don't want to advertise your program to non-customers, I would just go ahead and, and let website visitors know about it because they anybody can benefit from that, really.
0: Here's a quick reminder of why you should advertise with Nextdoor. They're nearly in one in three households in the US. CPMs are competitive at around $10. Their audience is typically the household decision maker. And if you're listening to this podcast, all you have to do for $300 in ad credit is go to nextdoor.com slash map and fill out that getting started form. They're in beta, it's still early, but they're looking for advertisers to onboard. If you're a good fit, you're going to get $300 automatically when you take that call with them and get signed up. And again, that link to go to is nextdoor.com slash Cool. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think one, one interesting way uh, that I just popped up in my mind as I was listening is that influencer that got identified by your by that feature of the top advocates, maybe you take it a step further and reach out to them personally and say, Hey, you're crushing it. You're, I, we didn't know, like, th- we really appreciate all of your help and support, let's talk partnership. Let's talk and like a, a deal, you know, like not just taking that like referral person and treating them like a VIP, a true VIP. And I think just having that data and then being able to take action on it is incredible. And it was well worth it. So definitely makes a lot of sense there. Um, And I think one more thing is like, I don't know if, uh, again, not that big on referrals yet. And I'm still learning about it. Why don't we just put it at the bottom of every email or SMS? (laughs) and Just like, hey, check on your rewards or hey, refer a friend. Like make it so easy. That instead of oh I need to go sign into my account on their site, grab the link and then text it, it's like oh yeah I email boom easy. Like, um, is it am I starting to think about it the right way?
1: Yeah no that's that's absolutely one of the things that we that we offer as well. Um, and it's also interesting what you mentioned about the VIP program. Um, a lot of our brands are exact doing exactly that. They they identify who their top customers are and then they have kind of like a separate. Program for like VIP or influencers or whatever, maybe with cash rewards instead of discounts or instead of free products, um, and so they sign them up to this private program, and and that's it. Now they instead of may, maybe getting you know lots of discounts for for referring people from their their customers customer base, now they're getting paid, um, and so you can build this relationship with somebody that has, and, and and that's actually one of the one of the things that I really like about influencer marketing, and, and I think it it relates to uh, referral marketing a lot um it's the fact that they these these are people that have been able to build trust with their audience so it's not just uh, a celebrity you know going on there and posing with a product and telling you to buy it these are people that whatever their niche is they have an authority and so if they're referring your product they're also putting their own reputation on the line because if the product's not good you know they might lose followers or the, people might get mad at them right um, so that, that that component of trust, uh, I think it's also really important. And, and yeah, we, we, we see it all the time. And it's an also another channel that you can own as a company. You don't depend on or f- almost fully own.
0: <laughs> yes, almost fully own uh, is the name. is good as you'll get sometimes with some of these tech companies yeah. and uh, these tools is almost fully own. Um, yes, the VIP VIP, truly like above and beyond make them part of your, make them a partner. Yeah. Don't just, uh, oh yeah, you're doing better than everyone else. And yeah, I'll just keep doing it. (laughs) Like why would you not double down on that and and add more ad spend, so to speak, and add more time and add more resources to support that person. You might even start to, uh, this might be for way bigger brands, but something to think about maybe, is like a a referral specialist, like a marketing coordinator that like just helps the customer support helps. Oh, how can I better use, promote my offers? Like, you know, stuff like that. It's just fascinating. All the things that opens up. Yep. Uh, I'm starting um, to
1: see a lot of small brands that now they have, um, customer engagement directors and, and people that are just in charge of customer experience beyond just customer support and i thought that was something that only you know like the really top brands maybe ikea maybe coca-cola will have them but now i'm because i'm talking to them i I see there's teams of like 10-15 people and and they have at least one or one or two that are dedicated just to that so
0: yeah yeah i think it's great and i think it's Continue a needed and shift and wanted shift of leaning into being a smaller brand and not mm-hmm. being that household big name. You have to call, wait, wait in a line and all this stuff. It's just like, Oh, just text the founder <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> or just like email them and they'll respond, you know, like not, Oh, we'll get back to you in three to five business days. <laughs> it's like, it's like yep. that Our our world is uh, much quicker than that nowadays. So yep. I think that smaller teams and emphasizing that customer support experience better, not necessarily support, but customer experience person better. Um, really neat. What, what are, okay. So I'm a smaller brand. I'm zero to 2 million, right? Like we're, we're, that's what, who we're talking to hopefully on this show. I am bootstrapped. This past year has been tough. Uh, supply chains, this Facebook ads, that, I don't have a ton of money to just give back to my own customers, but I want to try referral marketing. What are some other gifts, some other rewards that you see that are available um, to give instead of just cash?
1: Um, Well, we'll consider, well, first of all, I would say that, I mean, one of the benefits of referral marketing is you can, you can look at your margins and then decide how much you're willing to give. Um, I would also add that, on top of looking at your margins, also look at your your uh, lifetime customer value and, and figure out how much are they probably going to end up spending. Um, keep in mind also that, uh, I mean, this is research that that we've been able to you know also prove on on our own. Referred customers tend to spend more and stick around for longer. So also keep in mind that the lifetime value of your cost of those customers might be higher than customers that you've acquired from. Most, you know, the other channels that you have on your on your site. Um, so first of all, yeah, look at look at lifetime value and and uh, uh, and the margins to see what what are you willing to give. Uh, if you don't want to lose money, which is you know, obviously <laughs> makes a lot of sense. If you don't want to lose money on that first purchase, uh, you know, you have the numbers that, uh, right there available. Um, you can also maybe set uh, a minimum purchase minimum purchase amount in order to qualify as a referral. So refer your friends, and unless they spend $100, it won't qualify as a referral. I'm not a big fan of that, um, because it, it means that you're probably gonna make it difficult or more difficult for, for advocates to refer their friends. Uh, then, you know, if, 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 the friend, if, if the limit is $100 and the friend spends 99, they're not gonna get a reward, and they're, you know, they're, they're probably gonna get you know, mad or they're probably gonna ask for questions. So, you know, try, try to make it as simple as possible. Now, in terms of other rewards that you can give besides cash, besides besides coupons, um, you can give some sort of free product. Uh, doesn't have to be, you know, your most expensive product on the site. Um, I've actually discussed with some agencies the possibility of maybe if you have products from previous seasons or products that you've overstocked that you haven't been able to put in the market, maybe offer those as a reward. Um, you know, the people are going to be happy to receive a new a new product or free product that they you know that they don't they don't have yet. Um, maybe provide a gift card so they can spend it maybe next year give them like an actual physical gift card they can spend um i mean those are all valid and actually and and things that we've seen merchants merchants do but uh, in my opinion the reason why i tend to go with both discounts both for the friend and the existing customer that's assuming that the products that you're selling can be bought on a on a regular basis i mean if you're selling something that you know your customers are not going to buy anytime soon then you know then give cash or give a free product or a gift card but um but yeah if you if that's if that's the situation the reason why i recommend going with the discount is because you are incentivizing further purchases from you and if you're being able to set th- those rewards in a way that they don't eat too much of your margins then you know uh, the customer acquisition cost you know you're you're gonna pay it off with the first purchase and then after that,
0: will be will be profit. So, yeah, nice, nice. Okay, so there's there's know your margins, know your numbers. See if you can like, oh, I can give up a little bit more now to get a higher conversion rate on the referral and actually get more customers, and I actually end up making more money. So act, try to do a little bit of math and plan it out um, before you just jump into it. And so, and then. Like you said, gift cards, if it's um, not something that will be repurchased again in the next month or two, uh, good points there. Okay. So what are, um, what are some other, like, <laughs> what are some of the steps or things you need to gather uh, as a brand owner? Cause you said margins, LTV, customer lifetime value. Like, what other things should I gather, put in place, or get ready before I sign up for referral candy or another program? Like, what would you recommend to someone before they sign up?
1: I would say just just make sure that, I I would say, yeah, just make sure that your product or your, as a company, really, you are ready for a referral program, which kind of goes back to what I mentioned earlier about your customers are happy. Uh, they're buying your product. They they're happy with your product. You're getting good reviews. Um, that's usually uh, you know I- enough points for you to validate the idea of starting a referral program. Um, on top of that, yeah, look obviously look at your margins. Uh, you know, if you, especially if you're really tight on margins, you might you know want to look at that and, and and see if you're willing to give up you know some some potential costs in in that initial purchase you know to in order to get a new customer. That's hopefully going to stay uh, for, for a long time or not, if you, or, or on the other hand, if you've been, you know, if you can afford to give, uh, you know, half of your margin is still, you know, that's a, that's a really good discount. Your customers will be happy. I mean, keep also in mind how, um, the example that I mentioned earlier, uh, from what uh, a subscri- subscription, uh, subscription bix- <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> subscription business, uh, they were given, uh, like basically like 150% discount by giving one free product to the customer and half of the new product to the friend, right? um you know it's it's all really a matter of of kind of looking at your numbers and seeing what you're and also look at how much you're spending on other channels how much is it costing you to acquire a new customer on on facebook Um, how long are they staying how much money are are they uh, spending compare that run your referral program for like three five six months and see if there's a difference if those customers that bought from you for the first time when they after they came from a referral, if in month three, they made more purchases and how much money they spent, right? Uh, what's, what's the average order value per purchase compared to those that are coming from Facebook? I mean, those are things that you can uh, absolutely look at um, and compare, but I would say, do not approach referral marketing as a short-term solution because it's compounding effort. Uh, the more customers you have in the program, the more friends they refer, the more people that join your program, and you know it's 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 really compounding. effort you. you need several months to see how well it's working on your side. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're looking at it as something that you want to try out for a month, and if you don't get the results that you, you're expecting in month one, you're gonna turn it off. It's probably not a good idea. Then.
0: <laughs> yep. So long-term view, look at your numbers, look at the other channels you're already spending investing time on, and uh, money and time on. If you had to guesstimate in terms of time, uh Bootstrap Founder, I maybe have a couple contractors doing some other stuff, ads and emails and whatnot. How much time should I expect to invest? Uh first on upfront setup, maybe, mm-hmm. and then an ongoing. Uh, for a whatever you determine as successful referral program.
1: So I'll I'll speak from the referral candy product in this uh, uh, in this case. Um, one of the things that we've done at Referral Candy um, is that from the very beginning we wanted to kind of like level the playing field for brands of any size in terms of how easy it is for them to run a referral program and to, also to set it up and also how much they're paying for it. Um. So the, kind of like the bulk of our revenue uh, when we you know, when we charge merchants for the referral program comes from the how well the referral program is going. If they are not making any referral new referral sales, we're barely making any money. Uh, we actually start making money when when the referral program is going well and they're making revenue on a, on a monthly basis. Uh, but also in terms of how the product works and how they can get started, um, we we also have been able to kind of like level the playing field. We understand that there are brands that have like you said, a couple of contractors or maybe some, some teammates that maybe they have time to spend on, you know, designing landing pages and signing emails and spending, you know, several hours doing that. But there's also a lot of maybe solo entrepreneurs that don't have that much time. Um, and so one of the things that we've done is that we, we, we allow merchants to, once they set up the referral program, uh, they can just literally just upload two images, a logo, a banner, Mm, and then they can change the font if they want to they can change the color the primary color and that's it and then we apply those changes to all the emails and pages um, that are going to be automated on the referral program and after that it just that piece of the program can be can be automated so you can automate the post purchase email you can automate the, the reminder emails so you don't really have to spend a lot of time on that part um, on top of that so setup could be literally 10 minutes uh, if you have the assets ready uh, it could be as, as quickly as 10 minutes um now do you want to do like templates do you want to make some changes you can absolutely do that um and you know make them look you know exactly uh, as you want it to look like and and you know make sure that they they also also look similar to other newsletters that you're sending out or maybe other pages that you have on your site right you can you can spend as much time as you want but if you really want to get something out there quickly you, you can um so in terms of promotion uh the email part of it, it's extremely important, and we've automated it for that reason. So merchants don't have to remember to send reminder emails or schedule reminder emails, or you know, create some sort of like complex email flow um, to make sure their customers are being uh, uh, notified. The email part is fully automated. What's not automated? It's the social media promotions, um, the call to actions on newsletters, um, but that's. If you're a brand, you probably already have some sort of time allocated to social media management to, uh, you know, work on your email platform, whatever, you know, Klaviyo, you know, whatever it is that you're using. Uh, you already have some time allocated to work on that. So if you're designing a newsletter for next month, you you know, it doesn't really take that much time to add a little call to action and let people know about the referral program or just, you know, show them the referral link, right? Um, so, again, yeah. uh, we, we try to make it as Automated as possible <laughs> for that particular reason.
0: Yeah, no, that, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And <clears throat> so, what I'm what I'm hearing is it's not that big of a commitment, and investment to get started, to get it ongoing. But let's say after three months, um, I set it up. I, I've checked on it a couple times, and uh, things are happening, but not as what we thought was possible. How does what, and again, this is where uh, we're coming down to the home stretch of landing the airplane. A couple more questions here. How do I make an adjustment? How do I optimize my referral program? On Facebook, I know, change out the headline, uh, change a new image, try this audience, you know, whatever. There's, there's levers to pull. What are the levers in in referral marketing? In my opinion, the the number one is uh, the rewards.
1: So if everything is falling in place, as we mentioned earlier, you know, number of orders that you have per month, um, you know, happy customers, good reviews, etc. And your referral program is now working as well as you thought it would be. Um, maybe it's time to look at the, the rewards. Uh, you can change them anytime. So uh, one of the things that, that we allow is that if you change your rewards, it's not going to affect previous rewards that have been earned by past customers. So, you know, if I got... A 50% discount and then all of a sudden it changes to ten dollars. I still have a fifty percent discount because I earned it. Um, so you can change that anytime and see how rewards are working. Um, maybe in terms of emails, maybe the post-purchase email, maybe sending an email right away after the purchase, maybe it's not the maybe that's not the right scenario for your customers. Maybe you want to send it, let's say Ten days after the purchase so they have time to receive the product use it talk about it and then and then you hit them with the email and then and then it makes more sense right both of them work Uh, i don't really have a preference between the two um i've seen uh emails sent immediately after the purchase working really well and companies that wait for the customer to get the product as well so i don't really have a preference on that um obviously you can also change the subject line maybe you can make it a little bit more you know clear what's in it for them what's in the email um and then Uh, you know any other promotion so what are channels where your customers typically hang out at is it um, is it social media is it email do you do you send multiple emails to your customers say on a weekly basis because that's the main channel and that's how you connect with them Um, you know but then then that's definitely a a way that you can uh, connect with them and remind them about about the about the program Uh, are you running sms you can run an sms campaign I mean, SMS has the, the highest open rate in the world, right? So, you know, if you send them an SMS to let them know about the referral program, you send them a link to the referral program sign-up page or the page where they can access their own uh, referral link, they're definitely going to open it, right? Um, if, they, if you have a community of customers, like I mentioned earlier, where your customers hang out and talk to each other, Remind them about it there. Uh, they're probably already reminding each other there. Maybe whenever a new uh, a new member of the community comes in, they already offer referral links because I've I've seen it I've seen it happening <laughs> uh, all, all the time, right? Um, those are all different areas that you can work with. I mean, in, in that way, referral marketing is no different from other marketing channels in the sense that there are multiple multiple moving moving pieces that you can you know think about and, and potentially change. Uh, but yeah, those are probably the most common areas that you want to look at if you want to whoop the needle
0: that makes a lot of sense and i think those are some great levers to pull um in terms of like ah this is not going well or oh i want to improve on it because i'm going to scale down facebook and so i want to spend more of my resources on making my referral program better one thing i didn't hear and i was this was just me i was hoping to hear or was interested on hearing unboxing on the packaging, the insert cards, stuff like that. Like, Hey, if you like it, like try it out, QR code, even maybe scan and sign up and send it, right? Like, I think that might be super cool for certain products. um, That's that's something
1: we've definitely, yeah, that's, we actually have one success story uh, of a merchant that um, their subscription box for uh, just like clothing items. So you might get, you know, a pair of jeans, a hat, you know, a, a belt and, you know, something else. And uh, they have a very, very interesting way of, of setting up the rewards. So they give, I think it's, I think the friend gets like half half per, uh, percent, uh, it's like 50% off or something or 25% off um, their first purchase. But the person who makes the recommendation gets double the boxes or like you know an additional box for every friend that they refer. So you have people next month getting their box, they're also because they refer three friends, they get three more boxes of clothes. <laughs> right? and and if you if you go on YouTube and you search for Thread Beast, I guarantee you're gonna see videos and you search for like latest, uh, you're gonna see videos posted uh, this. I mean, today's and Monday, so maybe not yet, but <laughs> but you, you're gonna see videos posted this week uh, or in the last seven days for sure, uh, because the unboxing work it works really well. And I also uh, I had a conversation with uh, one of our members of our customer success team last week about how he suggested that they offer some sort of like card inside of their boxes uh, about the reference. So actually, yeah, that that yeah. actually came to mind immediately. Okay, cool. Um, so we're gonna start doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so many different ways. Physical, digital, online, owned, paid, whatever. You, like, there's many ways you just gotta keep promoting it, just like you promote your products. It's, that's one additional way to keep getting customers and keep getting those supporters, uh, into your funnel. Rule, thanks so much for your time so far. I wanted to leave the open floor. Any one last word of advice, insight, tip? Thing you've learned over uh, the last few years of working with referral marketing and different merchants.
1: Any, uh, any last things you want to,
0: I... yeah?
1: Yeah, I, I would just go back to what I mentioned earlier about think about referral marketing as a channel that you can absolutely own, um, but also as a channel that's not only going to work uh, for customer acquisition, but also for customer retention. Um, you buy, Offering a discount to your customers every time they refer a friend, you're also giving them an incentive to go back to your store and buy from you again. So you know, don't 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 neglect the customer re- retention aspect of referral marketing, uh, and don't focus just on customer acquisition. Um, think about it in the long term, and also how your customers are going to perform compared to uh, customers acquired through other channels in terms of uh, lifetime value and and also how long they're going to stay. Um, uh, in in your customer base.
0: Perfect way to summarize it. Really appreciate your time and insights. Where can people find you? Where do you want to link them to? Learn more about referral marketing and referral stuff.
1: Um, Yeah, so uh, referralcandy.com if they want to learn more about our product. We also have a blog where... Guess what? We write about referral marketing a lot. <laughs> so that's uh, that's a good place to, to start if they're looking for you know, kind of the, the basics on referral marketing. Um, if they want to connect with me, uh, Raul Galera on LinkedIn or my email, uh, which is raulg at referralcandy.com.
0: Really appreciate your time, your insights, your thoughts. Uh, means a lot. And hopefully we got to share a little bit more about referral marketing for people. It's a little bit less talked about. So thanks again. And everyone else, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of Ecommerce Uncovered. Peace.